We are I. A lot of people know that I originally started this podcast for two reasons. One was to scour the world to be able to find more people like me to be able to understand, you know, why I think the way that I think, which then also morphed into finding more people who don't think the way that I think to be able to have an understanding about like who I am and what the world is actually like outside of these four walls. Another really, really key point of this podcast is always being talking about the disarray of our healthcare system and how the lack thereof healthcare, because there's no real care in our healthcare system. And I see this represented in my own life all the time, even though I have an amazing relationship with my doctor and, you know, she's a, an actual friend, if not a proxy family member of mine. And I still battle it out with her, you know, and having to to convince her of what is best for me, even though she knows, like, I will cite PubMed articles, I will spend countless hours researching things like that. I am not the person, the average person that she deals with all day long, either in the clinic or in the hospital. Like She knows this, and I still have to battle it up with her. And I just say, like, hey, if you want me to value your opinion, like, show me because I'm not going to go on, oh, this is, you just have to do this. This is why. And I'm like, no, because I actually have researched your opinion and it, it's not necessarily why. So this leads me to an interesting, you know, component now when it comes to GPs and AI. Because if you look at a lot of the latest information coming out now, I think it's in like the, the 96 or 97% range that AI can diagnose people just as good, if not better, than 96% of, the, of GPs out there. So when you think of AI eliminating jobs, do we really think that, you know, AI would come after GPs? And not saying that we don't need GPs, but the thing that I see behind this is exactly what I've always said is these fucking stupid, useless human beings that go to the doctor just for next to no reason at all, except for just to clog up a system that should be used by people who are actually sick so these doctors can focus on healthcare and preventative medicine and not wasting their time telling people to drink plenty of fluids and get some rest. Like, what a waste of time. Could you imagine going to school for all those years to sit there and tell people time after time after time after time, drink plenty of foods and get some rest? This not only holds back and is shameful to the amount of schooling that they've done to get to the position that they're at, but the one thing that people don't realize is it inhibits their growth as a doctor because they're not focusing on just the complex problems they should be focused on every day because they're watered down with the most meaningless bullshit. So I applaud and I cannot wait for a lot of people having to go through an AI triage before you get to see a doctor.
because then I see a lot of these people. When you go to the doctor, especially a place here in Canada where we have a social medical system, you should not be going and clogging that up where all our doctors have to focus on is sick care and not preventative health strategies and management systems. Because then when I go see the doctor, when I'm like, hey, look, you know, I want to get my entire blood panel done to be able to make sure, you know, that I'm not having high markers for prostate cancer, you know, through my PSA screening now that I'm 40. I want to know that my electrolyte levels are balanced and well within normal, if not on the higher end of normal ranges because of the fact that I sit in the sauna, I train once or twice a day, I'm a highly active person, I push my body, I need my electrolyte levels to be balanced for many reasons. I need my sodium to be in check so it's not causing high blood pressure. I know I need my potassium levels high so that, you know, I have healthy heart function. I need my magnesium levels high so, you know, in my mind, my biggest priority is that I'm able to sleep well at night. And I need all three of these in checks to be able to prevent the muscle cramping and help promote the recovery that I need to be able to push myself. I need to be able to go to the doctor and say, hey, look, you know, my testosterone levels are in the, you know, the mid 400s. And low on the high end of what they could be is in the 900s. How about we split the difference and just get them up to like 600? Like that would be great. I would love that. I would love that. And let's talk through it. Yes, my LDL cholesterol levels may be high. Yes, my testosterone may be low because my LDL cholesterol levels are high. Yes, I may not be able to be like the best candidate for TRT because my LDL level cholesterols are on the higher end, which may theoretically be driving down my testosterone, but we don't know for sure. But the problem with that is, is that when you supplement with testosterone, your HDL cholesterol levels go down, which that helps cleanse the LDL cholesterol out of your body, which might compound my problem and be able to make it worse. However, I'm willing to be able to go get the blood work done to be able to see if that's the case, because right now in real time, my ratios are still well within normal range and my triglyceride levels are in check. So if you really are concerned with my LDL cholesterol levels are being high, instead of just looking at that one number and saying that they're high, even though my ratios are fine and my triglyceride levels are fine, send me for a coronary calcium scan and you can prove to me that there's plaque buildup in my arteries if there is. And if there is, of course I want to bring that shit down. Of course I don't want there to be, you know, plaque buildup in my arteries, obviously. But fucking prove it to me. If you have the if you have the chance, prove it to me. Because I can prove the flip side to you because I've invested the time in educating myself to be able to have an intelligent conversation with you. I'm not just some person coming in and being like, give me fucking some testosterone. And I haven't thoroughly gone through the arguments, the reason why. Like, let's intelligently talk about this. Don't just tell me no, because you don't have my health care in check. You don't have my health care in mind if you're not willing to be able to debate this with me in a proper form and context because you're not willing to be able to engage in a conversation with somebody like me who can actually come with receipts as hopefully I have just proven. You know, like, like these are the things. This is the benefit of AI coming in to this model because I'm just like, 
allow me to be able to have the time with my doctor without having to buy private health care. Because I know I don't want to spend the money on private health care. We have a social system of health care in Canada that should fundamentally work. And ironically, one of the things that may fix this in a very meaningful way is AI. And the people who should want this are all the GPs out there to be able to eliminate the bullshit that they see every day. You have a cough. Your throat is sore. You fucking feel run down. All this shit. Go see AI. Go check it out. You can set parameters with inside that system that will red flag potential, you know, site or potential, um, Reasons why that they may need to go see a GP, even though it seems like that this is nothing. You can, you can work that out. When it be, when it comes to medical information, you have arguably trillions of data points worldwide for AI to be able to sift through and work through to be able to triage people before they ever go to a walking clinic, before they ever go to a GP, before they ever do any of these things, even emergency. You know, like think of how many useless fucking people are sitting in emergency clogging up that system when you have triage there, but you still have people waiting for six hours, seven hours, eight hours, and they go to emergency wait that long, and then bitch about how shitty our healthcare system is because they had to wait that long. And it's like, look, you stupid fuck. Haven't you realized that because you waited there that long, they're telling you that your fucking reason for being there is bullshit because the triage nurse said it's bullshit. Now, do some things slip through this crack? Yes. But you know what? Some things slip through all cracks in life. That's the fucking problem with the people who are there that don't need to be there is more cases will slip through the fucking cracks. That's the problem. So if you eliminate that shit, if you eliminate it or eliminate 70 or 80% of the bullshit, you lessen the workload on these people, which is what we all should want. So when you walk in, you can actually get healthcare. So I love this. I love this eye-opening environment that we're in now where like I can really see this writing on the wall that there's a great opportunity for this to be, you know, one of the biggest advancements in streamlined healthcare. And I don't know if anybody really seen this coming or if they've seen it coming this quickly with this level of accuracy. But fuck yeah. Absolutely fuck yeah. 